Hey, we're here with Tay Zonday, the uh, creator of Chocolate Rain. So, Tay, how you doing? How you doing? Uh, I asked you how you were doing. What up, what up, what up? What's going on? Welcome to another edition of the Exit Interview Podcast with me, Andre C. Griffiths, a.k.a. The Mind of Dre. And um, I'm recording this on a... On a Sunday, believe it or not, usually I record these. Um, <laughs> I, hey, there have been there have been times when I've recorded it like maybe an hour or two before I posted it. Um, but today I'm recording a little bit early for a few reasons. One, because uh, I don't have a whole lot going on today. So I'm kind of sitting here chilling, bored. And I'm like, I have this idea that I've been kicking around in my head. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to record and see how it goes. Um, and the other reason is um, I'm hoping that um, something gets going by Tuesday. And if it doesn't, I'm still going to put this podcast out. But if things don't go well on Tuesday, we got another podcast coming on Thursday. So this is this is going to be a choose your own adventure week. <laughs> I'm going to put this out, right? And Tuesday, if I don't hear anything and it's just like, you know, the same old bullshit rolls along, I am going to uh I'm going to put out a second part to this. <laughs> Let's call it, you know? Um so uh so what what's what's the topic that got me thinking about recording today? Um well, I guess um yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. So I was chilling here. And since I was bored, I was just like going through old work. Like I was listening to old songs that I recorded, uh, old podcast episodes. I have a tendency to do that because um, I study myself, <laughs> if that makes sense. So I study myself a lot, actually, now that I think about it, because I am my own harshest critic, you know, I gotta, I gotta say this really quickly, because um, I think, like, sometimes uh, people might look at me, like, out of the gate, like, yo, this dude does this, that, and the other, and blah, 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 and um, the only reason why I'm saying this is because (laughs) more often than I would like, I don't even like really, uh, I don't like uh, giving it attention like that, but motherfuckers who just hate (laughs) and don't realize like, dog, do you understand the ridiculous amount of hours I put in? It's not like, yo, when I started on a lot of things, I got made fun of, you know what I'm saying? And like, I don't know, I just dedicated myself. It isn't, you know, and focused myself. It isn't like the shit was not easy to be able to get good at a lot of the things that I got good at. So like there is a thing about applying yourself and knowing your strengths and limitations, because I, I very, 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 very heavily lean on uh, a few strengths where if people were actually paying attention, they'll, they'll know what my strengths really, really, really are that I lean on the most. (laughs) But anyway, so I was going, so I was going through, uh, a bunch of my old work and I was just studying, seeing where I could like sharpen up, seeing like, okay, where can I improve? Just kind of trying to judge my, my, my work with like a, 
a, a different lens since some of it is maybe like a year old uh, songs that I that I wrote like a while back. And are they still uh, good enough songs where, yo, back in like 2016 or something like that, I would have been like, oh, my God, this is my magnum opus. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's a good thing <laughs> that things fell through. Um, ooh, speaking of <laughs> that album falling, falling through, I'm not going to call this dude out cause he is so not worth my breath. Fuck this guy for life. Um, but he was the dude who was, who was working, uh, who was engineering that project that I thought would have been my magnum opus. And he is the type of person that this episode is based on. <laughs> so just keep that in mind and keep in mind that that project never came out. Um, so anyway, as I was going through this old work, uh, I found this song that I recorded like back in 2011 called Jump. It was terrible, a terrible, terrible, terrible like hip hop slash uh, EDM song It is really, really bad, super cringe. But at that time, you know, I'm not going to say I was I was definitely never anything big, but I had a little buzz going uh, because I did. Uh, I did this song for Save the Children and I did this uh, song for uh, this movement called Together to the Top that this uh, this YouTuber slash streamer named Athene. He was, uh, you, you know, do your Googles. You'll you'll find it out. But back then I did the theme song for that whole movement, which in retrospect, it was way ahead of its time. Um, my music back then was a little more cringe and a little more angsty, you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah, this song after, after that whole little run with the theme, I had a little buzz going. And so I was actually like, uh, I went to like YouTube creator events, like in the way, way early days, uh, when monetization just started up and there was this, uh, I, I don't even remember what was their name, but they were, uh, uh, they had this um, they had this show on YouTube that they were doing called Dancing with the YouTube Stars. And somehow I connected with them. Should I say her name? I don't know if she would even remember me, but her name was Taryn, I think. She was really cool, actually. Um, and so we got into this thing uh, and she was like, oh, you know, you can submit music for for dancing to the YouTube stars. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't really have a whole lot of dancing music. So I randomly bought this EDM track <laughs> that I found on like soundclick.com. That's how fucking old this shit is. Um, and, uh, and I wrote to this thing and it was like way too fast. I could barely keep up with it. The mixing on the track wasn't that great. And I, it was like super rushed, got it over to her. And um, the person who danced <laughs> to that song was Tayzon Day. <laughs> and if you don't know who Tayzon Day is, it's the Chocolate Rain dude. You know, he's got that song, Chocolate Rain, you know, that guy. Um, and uh, I don't know for anybody who remembers Chocolate Rain, like that song went viral. And I think it went viral for the dumbest reasons. Like people saw it like, oh, this kind of, you know, nerdy looking black dude with this super, you know, deep bassy operatic voice you know, and oh, it's funny, ha ha ha, it goes viral. Um, but realistically, if you listen to the lyrics or like 
really pay attention to the lyrics of Chocolate Rain and not just get mesmerized <laughs> by the chocolate voice, you know? Um, like, it's one, it's a super long-ass song, but also it's like very... Um, it's a very socially conscious song that touches on like race relations and like inequality <laughs> and like, you know, it touches on a lot of things. And I'm like, you know, um, Tazan Day never really got a whole lot of credit for that side of it. You know, he all, all it was was, oh, he's the he's the nerdy black dude with uh with the voice and blah, blah, blah. And so let's give you a bunch of money to make a remix. And yo, I'm not even shitting on Tazon Dave. That was me back then. I wish I was Tazon Dave back then. I would have been like, hells yeah, I'll make, <laughs> what was the remix? Cherry Chocolate Rain? Hells yeah, I'll make that song. Fuck that. Hand me the bag, you know? Um, but not for nothing, Tazon Dave had, had a real ass, uh, <laughs> had a real ass song there and it doesn't get a lot of credit. You know, and um, <laughs> and as I was uh, going through my work, you know, I, I you know, on days like today, I stay away from social media. But I, I took a peek here and there and I see, um, you know, the, everything about Tyree Nichols is going around. And I was like, man, you know, I hate bringing up race in these podcasts, by the way. I really do, because I don't want people to ever think that my whole thing is about race specifically like it's about race because I'm black and black people especially black men tend to get the short end of the stick a lot um uh especially if they're quote seen as a quote unquote threat <laughs> in whatever way that may mean but black people in general, yeah, we got the short end of the stick. So I may bring it up in the context of that. But like, I don't ever want people to think like, oh, Dre is always about some shit because it's like black people or this. I'm very anti-identity politics. However, you know, with this whole thing with uh, Tyree Nichols, it's been really interesting to see um, how people are moving now that this happened. One fuck those cops you know whatever punishment they get is what they get you know I, I don't think I think <laughs> well whatever I'm not gonna get into all of that I would just say like like seriously better training and making sure cops actually believe in equality would be a big deal that would go a long way alone right um <laughs> once again the, that word I keep using equality um but uh What's been really interesting to me is how I see like people, especially people I've been dealing with recently, seeing how they move like Queen Twitter fingers couldn't wait to like hop on and make a whole bunch of retweets and comments about it and going on about law enforcement and whatnot. It's a tricky one, right? They can't they can't make it a black versus white thing because it's t because it's like a bunch of black cops and a black person who died, you know, so it's like. I, I don't know. She's just like, whatever. So she's making it about police, which is like, once again, it's like once there's an easy thing to point at, let's point at that thing. But I'm but I promise you, it goes much deeper than just the police. Right. Um, and so I'm like, OK, of course, Twitter fingers do what Twitter fingers do. Like, <laughs> yo, please, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, whoever is around in uh around her circle like yo the shorenstein center 
<laughs> aren't you guys like all about journalism and like technology and uh, like are we doing anything about uh social media addiction and shouldn't people in positions of power <laughs> like shouldn't we ensure they don't have a social media addiction i don't know these are just questions i'm throwing out there because god forbid she goes a week <laughs> just a week i get it you're a celebrity you're so you're basically a celebrity out here but like my god let's let's not feed the cookie monster every day shall we <laughs> anyway anyway um and then uh and you know there are other outlets i don't know i don't even want to like go into it too much because i was looking at a bunch of these these tweets that were out there and i and like Yo, I see how people get really caught up in social media. I wanted to pick every single one of them apart because I was just like, oh, my God, the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy. <laughs> and to ever, uh, ins I don't know, I'm not going to get into it. Whatever, whatever, you know. Um, <laughs> God, so many comments I want to make that I'm that I've got to like hold back on. Whatever, I'm gonna move on. But the one I will make fun of because this is the most hilarious thing to me is um. <laughs> All right, I'll start by saying this: there is this uh yo, um uh even if it's uh Queen Twitter fingers her her safe space Instagram which I don't really trust because I I really low key feel. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to say too much, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. The thing I love about Instagram is my algorithm is super easy to figure out. It's all but it's all a bunch of dumb like animal videos. I love dumb animal videos. And there's this one dumb animal video of like there's this dog, this little tiny dog, and he's behind like a glass a door with a glass panel and there's a squirrel outside and that dog really wants to get at the squirrel but he can't because you know the glass is there so instead of like going at the squirrel he's, arr, 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 he's barking at the squirrel and then turns around and then shakes bites this slipper and like shakes the shit out of it and then goes back to the window arr, 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 starts barking at the squirrel and you know me ha 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 you know keep it moving scroll down look at the next uh uh, funny animal video. Hey, by the way, since I'm talking about funny animal videos, let's talk about a dude who is much more than funny animal videos. Tony Baker, shout out to him. Yo, Tony Baker might be one of the realest comedians out there. He keeps it so real, especially when it just comes to like life. <laughs> you know, uh, I know that a lot of times he probably gets put in this box of like, Yo, shut up and do like, uh, shut up and go back to doing voiceovers. But like, nah, Tony Baker is a real one. Follow that dude. A, a lot of people follow him. He doesn't, he doesn't need that much support, but he does need support. He needs some shine on him. I would love to see like a really big, well-produced Tony Baker, uh, comedy special. I bet you he would murder it. I bet you, this is what I bet. I bet you Tony Baker got some fire ass material that's sitting there because he's waiting for the day that he could do a big ass special. Give that man a budget. I bet you he will kill it. Guarantee. Anyway, anyway, anyway. That's my shout out. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, I bring all of that up to say, <laughs> yo, Sam Cedar. Um, it was really funny with him because I think like his brain had a malfunction and he didn't even know how to handle this one. Cause it's like, oh my God, black cops killed a black dude. Like, how do I even, 
So he's not even touching the subject. <laughs> and, and so uh, every time I see Sam Cedar in one of these moments, what does he do instead? He tweets about Jimmy Dore shitting on him. <laughs> and I imagine Jimmy Dore <laughs> is the slipper <laughs> that Sam Cedar. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm sorry. This is just like the mental image of this, like Sam Cedar turning away <laughs> and like shaking the shit out of Jimmy Dore. <sighs> oh man. Oh man. Oh man. That was good. I needed that laugh because yo, life has sucked lately. Let me tell. <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, but Sam Cedar is the gift that just keeps on giving. Like, <laughs> ah, anyway, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, before we get too, too black with this episode, let me actually segue and say, also say, so I was watching Black Adam, you know, uh, and I did a test with myself. I was like, yo, how long can I watch this movie before I'm just like, I can't, I can't watch this shit anymore. <laughs> because like, I already knew, like, uh, by and large, I'm like over superhero movies, but also I feel like the effort in most of them is super low and it's getting kind of like paint by the numbers and not that interesting, you know? Um, and I got through a little bit of the movie and I was just like, okay, I can't do this. Like, where's The Rock? Like, bring in The Rock. Where the fuck is The Rock? And then I saw The Rock. The, nah, I like skipped ahead a bit and I finally saw The Rock and I was watching it. I was like, do you know what I really thought for real, for real, for real? Like, <laughs> this, this is actually nothing to laugh at because I'm actually serious when I say this. I was looking at The Rock and I was like, yo, when's the last time The Rock looked like he was having fun? Like, genuinely. And I don't like this is not in a disparaging way or whatever, but like and I know Black Adam is supposed to be like a serious character, you know, um, but I was just looking at him. And I was like, yo, the rock does not look like he's having fun. Um, and then I remember there was this show. There's some show. I can't remember. It was almost like a maybe like a Ninja Warrior type show or I can't remember what it, what it was, but the, I remember The Rock beat was the host of that. The show might still be on, who knows? Uh, I only saw like a couple episodes of the first season. And I remember seeing, seeing that and I was like, yo, is The Rock in a bad mood? What's going on? Yo, I'm gonna say this real quick, right? The Rock is like a super big muscular action hero dude, you know? And I think a lot of times, People will just assume like The Rock is okay. And it just made me think like he might be all right, right? But it just made me think with like everything going on in the world, can we just assume like The Rock's okay? And I'm just throwing it out there like, yo, somebody, whoever's close to The Rock, like an actual real person, not, not one of these fake fucking people who are just around <laughs> because he's The Rock, but somebody who actually cares about The Rock, you know? If hopefully there's someone out there, but like, yo, is he okay? Like for real, for real. Um, I'm not saying that as a joke or disparaging. It was, it just really made me think. And I remember The Rock being like, he might want to get into politics, or maybe that was just a rumor I can't remember. And I was just like, do not do it. <laughs> Don't do it, man. Like, 
no, 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 don't do it. That shit will, that shit will age you. <laughs> well, I don't know. The Rock is looking kind of like, uh, like you could tell he's getting older, but that man is like still, <laughs> he's still doing it. Um, but I don't know. I was like, yo, Rock, don't do it. Don't do it, Rock. I would not advise that. Um, and uh, um, <laughs> I know that's so way, my thought process and how I connect things together is so weird because from that, when I was thinking about Obama, right? And I was thinking about how everything changed so much once Obama became president. Like everything got real different, right? Because I feel like Obama becoming president empowered a lot of uh, black people, but it also pissed off a lot of people, <laughs> you know, because and, and here's the reason why. Right. Because obviously there are, there are people who are straight up racist out there. There are people who are uh, who think they're not racist, but they're, they're they, they might be a little racy. But then there are people who just don't want to feel like they are being made to be the bad guy. And I feel like once Obama became president, especially like the tail end of his candidacy, when like Trump was on the rise and there was a real, that's when the pendulum started swinging where it was like, yo, everything's becoming really polarized, right? But also during that time, that's when companies started realizing, oh shit, there's the internet and if people in a certain segment of a population get pissed off, it'll affect our dollars. So what can we do instead? We can uh, we can like reverse shuck jive, <laughs> you know, like let's reverse shuck and jive so that we can get their dollars, essentially. So what happened was a lot of performative BS where like um, the identity politics became a real driving force, you know, where it's like, OK, Let's start making more commercials that feature black people. I, I, like, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, let's, uh, let's diversity and inclusion. You know, I talk about this shit like this very surface level, like, you know, but it's really just an, another part of the game. You know, it's advertising, it's marketing. It's, you know, I call, I call it the Black Panther error <laughs> and not like the one from the 70s. I'm talking about like the Disney Black Panther error. Like, that's what it is. Like this real just like um, it's like cosplay civil rights, you know, where it's like it's like. You know, it's social media makes it really easy. Like social media does make it really easy. Right. Like for me, um, as someone who's never used Twitter before like that, I see how social media is can is a really useful tool for pushing shit. But like one, there are a lot of people who aren't really that educated on things and but they still have just as loud of a voice, sometimes louder voices <laughs> if they have enough money and a big enough platform. Um but then, too, there's a lot of disingenuous people. And that's where our subject really comes in today, um, because I feel like during the Black Panther era, it caused the rise of what I call um, black charlatans, <laughs> you know, and black charlatans. Um, first, make no mistake about it. They are a type of uh, perception person. Right. But a black charlatan is someone who will lean on the fact that they are black, sell you on the fact that they are about, yo, brother, 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 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got to work together. We got to do this, blah, blah, blah. Hey, you know, brother, brother, this is this was what we have to do against the white man, brother, sister. This is what we need to do, blah, blah, blah. These black charlatans, they're always kind of like lone lone wolves in a sense where it's like they don't they might work for somebody in like a grand scheme of things but the black charlatan is about himself <laughs> or herself one of the, one of the first black charlatans actually that i was pointing out to a buddy of mine one time uh is candace owens <laughs> she and she's such a shitty black charlatan because what she'll do is she'll throw she'll drop in some nuggets of facts or things that sound good and then it's surrounded by so much bullshit you know i would love candace owens oh i would love it love it love it if candace owens like low-key i would drop it out there to her if candace owens wanted to do uh an interview i would do it with her but it'd, it'd only be so i could tear her bullshit apart <laughs> because <laughs> i can't stand black charlatans black charlatans will have fucking real legitimate people who are like looking for answers in the world they'll they'll start convincing them of some stupid bullshit just so it serves their purposes you know and sometimes the black charlatans are really good because they are really doing the work on the surface every day but all behind the scenes they are grimy as fuck <laughs> they really 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 don't care like that because it's about them at the end of the day and they will use that race you know this is why like if you look at anything of what i've ever posted online a lot of it is i don't know some of it's out there i've i used to have blogs they're not really up there anymore but i would support a guy like let's say bernie sanders you know even though i don't agree with him on everything and i've i'm sometimes i'm just like hey man what's going on i would support a guy like him well before i'm sorry to say this black lives matter <laughs> because one i mean if you can't communicate your message well enough to not have people pick at pick it i don't know i just felt like it was really 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 weak you know, there were way, way too many holes there for me to go like, I can't put my name behind something like that. So like, eh, you know, um, but uh, but yeah, this if if we were to go back to the whole thing with Candace Owens, this buddy of mine, um, I tried to tell him because he was putting out some some Candace Owen bullshit or some other or some other shit. And I was like, hey, man, you know, beware of like beware of these charlatans out here, you know, there's, and yo, and it's such a, it's such a shame, I'm sitting on beats from this dude, you know, where it's like, um, yo, he and I sound really good together, I've got two tracks from him that are online, we sound really good, like, our sounds sound really good together, I don't know who he's working with, or if he's working with anybody else, right, but like I said this to this dude and he got me, he got pissed at me because it's this age of like, yo, we can't have like reasonable takes. We can't disagree on these on these views of the world. Like if a person finds out something themselves and they adopt it as their truth for some reason, any like, yo, if they found it on their own, especially my God to challenge it, it becomes like war for no reason. You know what I'm saying? So one it's stupid i'm sitting on some tracks that i would really love to put out but i'm not putting it out out of principle because like we're beefing over candace owens <laughs> all out of all stupid things but this is what black charlatans do they're good at what they do 
They're sales salesmen or salespeople at the end of the day because they're selling that image. They're selling that bullshit, but they're doing it under the guise of their blackness. And this happened so much in the post Obama era in this like Disney <laughs> Black Panther era. It's so many black charlatans because do you know what the black charlatans started doing? They started getting positions in companies to be like. Uh, diversity and inclusion <laughs> thinkers and specialists and all this bullshit, these bullshit titles where it's nothing but like creating PowerPoint presentations and getting like the spotlight on them. You know, um, there are a bunch of black charlatans I would love to put on blast, um, but I've decided not to do that because I know how, yo, here's the fucked up thing. Dealing with perception people Yo, it, it's like a never ending fight, right? Because once once they get touched, it's like you're an enemy for life because like <laughs> because I know I get it. I can see I can see past your bullshit. How about you be a real person for once? Because <laughs> I could sneak this too. I could I could throw shots out there, too. And I don't. I really, 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 really don't because you don't want me to get started. <laughs> you really don't want me to get started. There are specific people that I will call out because I really think their their bullshit is dangerous, you know, and how hard they sell, you know, but they will never let a real one challenge them on any of I, any of their ideas because I'm not buying what they're selling. Right. <laughs> that's that's the way that I see it. That's the way that I see it. So I'm going to tie this all back, right, to Tyree Nichols and why he actually got killed. Because this idea of the black charlatan, um, <laughs> black charlatans will have other black people really thinking like, yo, we're, we're all in this together. And that shit is a bullshit facade. Just like white people who are like, yeah, all white people, blah, blah, blah. But like really on the regular, I see white people who stab each other in the back too. And they are not really cool with each other. Or they hate on each other and this, that, and the other. So I'm like, what is, what is this stupid shit? It's just like, um, like, uh, um, um, my fraternity, I pledged a fraternity and, you know, some of the guys are all right, but but like, imagine if I was like, yo, all these guys and fuck everybody else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just because you're not in the fraternity or whatever. Like, what kind of stupid bullshit is that? You know, um, but black charlatans sell that shit. They sell it a whole lot. And some people really, really believe in it, you know, and some people like maybe a Tyree Nichols would look look at a bunch of black cops and think that hey we're all we're all we're all equal you wouldn't you wouldn't just kill me right but those black police officers do not see Tyree Nichols as the same as them they are behind that blue wall of justice they are better they are the other they're not the same and this is a problem right this just goes to show how fucked up this mindset is of inequality Right. Because it doesn't it's not a race thing. It's not a gender thing. It's a we are not the same thing. Right. Because I've you know, I'm an Internet guy. Yo, I I've been a cord cutter since like 2003. 
2003, <laughs> 2002 or 2003. I haven't had cable since then. I was a very, very, very early cord cutter, you know? Um, so I'm, I've, I've been on this internet shit <laughs> and I've seen plenty of videos where it's like, yo, some drunk, like white dude on, on St. Patrick's day, basically beating up a cop. <laughs> and sometimes they get beat up if, but there are other times where I've seen, they're like, Hey, calm down, buddy. Calm down, buddy. Calm down, buddy. You know, holding him down and, and not holding him accountable, <laughs> you know? Um, and I'm looking at that video. They're like, I'm like, uh, often, often like a dreamland. Like, Oh, I wish, <laughs> I wish I could get drunk and fight a cop. <laughs> not really, but you know, it's like, Holy shit. I could never, I can never, I got to be on tip top behavior. <laughs> I can't even act overly proper because the cop might be like, yo, he's acting too good. Like what's going on? <laughs> You know, I have to fit some fucking bullshit expectation <laughs> for them to not look at me a certain way. Um, but uh, but yeah, so um, what do you call it? Yeah, these cops, they I, I really genuinely believe that they thought they were like, yo, we are not the same. We are the authority like they looked at themselves as differently. But when I see these videos of like these drunk dudes, like basically. I don't know. There's this one video also of this of this white woman I saw. She was definitely in the wrong in this store. And like and like the person that that uh, she was dealing with was like this black woman in a car. <laughs> and the cop is like talking to the white lady so calmly, even though she's freaking out and this, that and the other talking to her so calmly. And when I see that, I'm like, oh, that cop, that woman or that cop and that drunk dude, there isn't a conversation there. There's no conversation to be had. It's we're the same. We're on the same team. And to some degree, it's we're the same, right? But those black cops, right? I bet you somewhere in their fucked up thinking, they're like, yo, we're not the same. We're not the same. Otherwise, it wouldn't have gone down like that. I don't think, right? But this is how, you know, shit happens. I don't know. <laughs> You know, because, OK, when you see these black charlatans, all you got to do is start looking at positions of power. I'm I'm not going to start pointing fingers. Right. But for something like that to go down, ah, I can't say this because it genuinely might not be this person's fault. I don't know. Right. But this idea of a lack of um, equality in in like our thinking as a nation as people <laughs> who have a lot of guns in this country, I'm not saying that, you know, take away gun rights, but how about we start inserting some ideas of equality here? Maybe we'd start shooting each other less, <laughs> you know? Um, maybe, maybe, just maybe, a person like me who has done no wrong for a company, there's some black charlatans in Latch who I feel like will never speak up for me, but when I see them, and often their everyday life, it's pro-black this, Jesus this, we, you know, oh, help your fellow man this. <laughs> A couple of guys there will know who I'm talking about. You know? All of a sudden, it's this performative bullshit that they're selling to the world. But yo, I'm like, hey, I'm, hey, 
I was the victim of some racism or discrimination here. Nobody's speaking up for me. Why is that? Why is that? Black charlatans, I'm telling you, they will have you believing that is it, it is an us thing and it is not about us. It is about them. It is about them and how they can capitalize. <laughs> you know, how they can sell. How can, how can they keep selling this image? What's the best way for me to go about this with, you know, with being the least amount of genuine? <laughs> you know, and... That's the thing, right? Now that we're in the Black Panther era, we're not just in the Black Panther era. We're in the Miss um, Marvel era. We're in the She-Hulk era. We're in the Eternals era. We're in the uh, I don't know that 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 Chinese guy with the with the rings of power. I'm sorry, I I don't want to butcher the name. So, but that dude, you know, we're in that era where now they're. There doesn't just have to be black charlatans. Black charlatans were just, they were the trailblazers of this shit. But now we got uh, Latino or Latina <laughs> or Latin uh, um, charlatans. We have LGBTQ charlatans. Remember, what's that dude's name? Um, oh, I can't remember. He was, a, he was a really early one, too, as like a... As like a very early charlatan. I can't remember the dude's name. He had like white hair. But he was really controversial. He He's like the real definition. Oh, Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah, he's a charlatan. He's a LGBTQ charlatan. <laughs> you know? And these charlatans. These charlatans. All you gotta do is question them on their bullshit. And this is where I'll bring this all the way back. And address Queen Twitter fingers. Once again. AOC. Because I believe she's a she's a charlatan also, but she is like a multifaceted charlatan because she picks her identity groups. She's not a member of the LGBTQ community, but she is still an LGBTQ charlatan. <laughs> she's a feminist charlatan. She's all she does is she picks and chooses and uses these uh uh these groups under which she can be performative to to sell and to pitch and to make sure you're on my side. It's us. It's us. Right, guys? No, it's about you. Right. Or at the very least, you what you're selling is not specifically to black people, because when I ask you about that, much like Sam Cedar, you go and you, you instead of going at that. Ah, I gotta, I gotta go attack this. But attacking the thing you're attacking is, <laughs> it's your virtual keyboard on your iPhone or whatever device you're using. <laughs> tip, tip, tapping, tapping away instead of instead of just addressing some questions, being a big girl, being an adult, instead of trying to be very um, uh, allegedly duplicitous <laughs> behind the scenes and still not learning your lesson i will i will call out a whole bunch of shit if you keep doing it i like seriously i mean this you know um i am not the one who got us here <laughs> i'm not the one who got us here i want everything to end and hopefully today is the end of it or the beginning of the end, because I, um, guys, I'm tired. I really am. I really, really, really am. There's so much other, 
<laughs> There's so much more I want to be doing in this life. But whatever, here I am doing this stupid podcast yet again, talking about the same stupid shit. There are like cooler things I would like to talk about um, that are way more forward thinking than this same dumb shit we've been talking about for so long. Everybody's just fighting the same fight, but nobody nobody wants to talk about the things that might get us through the fight or for the fight to be finally finished, right? Because for people like Queen Twitterfingers and all the charlatans out there, whether you're black, whether you're gay, whether you're whatever you want to like put your pin on and make that the sole thing that you're constantly marching for instead of what your character is, who you are inside, because who that is inside, nobody wants that. Nobody wants to buy that. But this pretty picture of we're all in it together, guys. People will buy that because people do you know why people will buy that? Because people want to hope <laughs> that it's not just a piece of shit out there trying to sell them something. So Candace Owens, if you want that interview, hit me up. <laughs> I would love I would really, 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 really love uh, to have that discussion. Um, uh, and um, yo, last thing I'll do is say uh Actually, should I say it? Fuck it. I'll say it because I'm trying to incentivize uh, this dude to to get some of his shit popping. Also, Uh, this dude solely from Atlanta, S-O-U-L-E-E. He's got this song called The Recipe. If you just want some ride out music to a dope beat, listen to that song, man. Check him out. (laughs) That's the last of my shout outs for today. People, I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, I don't know. Beware of black charlatans. They're all over. They will use that word black over and over and over and over till you really, really believe. You really, really believe they they're really about that black excellence, but they are about their excellence. And for some of them out there who like to throw little things out there, I'm going to remind one of you that you I know you don't remember me. But I met you. <laughs> I met you in person. You shook hands, man. You seem like the coolest guy in the world. But that was before I was really wise to black charlatans, to perception people. And I see how they move. And I see how they hate. And for no reason, nobody, nobody had a problem with you. Nobody had a problem. But you still got touched. You still got touched. Yo, I know by me even saying this, I'm going to end up being your enemy for life because that's how these perception people move. There's no peace to be had. You've seen past the perception. So you got to be an enemy for life. I got to hate you. But but uh, if enough people like you, then I can't really, really hate you on the outside. But, oh, I hate you. There's another dude. (laughs) I'm going to say it because fuck him for life, too, in Queens, where I wish I could say it about him, his performative bullshit. One of these days, one of these days, if I ever, if I ever get the chance, I'm going to put that song out. And he knows what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> seriously, man, black charlatans are the worst. They are the worst. They are what's keeping a bunch of bullshit going. You know, they got not for nothing. Hey, this, these, these will be the last couple of points I'll make on this. Right. Because real talk, black black charlatans will have 
will have uh, uh, white people who are actually okay. They they're not racist like that. They got no. Maybe they have like some shitty friends. Maybe they said nigger once or twice. But realistic realistically, these are not like irredeemable people. But yet you want to chastise them because they are easy targets rather than trying to uh, use methods to bring us together or the or the quote unquote bringing us together is bullshit like uh, peace. Let's send healing energy <laughs> and all this nonsense like no, 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 no. Let's have these real conversations about who's leading us out here instead of just bringing them on because it helps fill your connections in your little black book. So you can make your own personal black excellence. Like, let's be real about this. I'm ready to have those conversations. Who's ready to have those conversations with me? I'm curious. I'm really, really curious. Because we could be out here all day, rah, 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 rah for this. Right? But if we're going to be rah, 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 let's be rah, rah, rah while being real. Because what are we really doing out here? What are, we, what are we really doing? It's real easy to say these things from like a million dollar home. It's real easy to say these things from a million dollar home or when people are donating to you or when you get to go on tour. It's real easy to do these things. Do you know who I would rather deal with? The people who are up front and are saying like, yo, I rock with what you're saying, but still at the end of the, at the, end of the day, like, yo, I got to take care of me. You know what I'm saying? Then I would be like, okay, what if I got something that helps take care of the both of us? We could work together and make this money or make this happen. I would rather deal with those people. But these people who, who, who are the, the charlatans who, who keep trying to make it about a fake us, we are not a monolith. I don't see the world the same as you. You know why? Because I see through the bullshit. <laughs> Anyway, keep on talking there. Keep on talking. Keep on selling me. I'm going to keep trying to fight for my justice because nobody's fighting for me. But until the day I die, I'm going to try to get my restitution. I'm no charlatan out here. I'm only giving out facts. Anyway, peace out, people. I'm out. Build it in the physical, the mental